Hi there, and welcome to Mosaic Church's Portable Talks podcast series on Christian community development. My name is Andrew Karam, and I'm the lead pastor of Mosaic Intercultural Church in London, Ontario. And I'm Kenny Wallace, and I'm the pastor of Liturgy. And I'm David Cottrell, Mosaic's pastor of outreach and community development. So we are here to do three things. First, we will share our stories of Christian community development. Second, we'll discuss the scriptures that call us and teach us to practice Christian community development. And third, we will consider practical steps that each of us can take as individuals, but also that we can take as a church community to grow in Christian community development. Christian community development is a a bit of a mouthful, so we'll often talk about it as CCD. It's one of Mosaic's compass points, so we believe Jesus has called all Christians to follow him and practice CCD in one way or another. CCD is an approach we take to every area of our work at Mosaic. So, for example, I, in in my work with our liturgists, our our worship leaders here, um, we're using Christian community development, or CCD, principles there. So we got the wording Christian Community Development from the Christian Community Development Association, the CCDA, which began in Mississippi in the southern United States. We do not have a formal relationship with them, and they are not seeking to expand as an organization outside of the United States, which we really respect. But the reason we have adopted this language is, first, that it is explicitly Christian. It's rooted in the scriptures, and it flows out of the ministry of faithful Christians in their own context. Second, it is distinct. It stands out, and it has clear Christian concepts that are connected with it and rooted in the context from which they come. Third, we really respect the example that our brothers and sisters in the CCDA have set, and we want to learn from them and emulate their work in our own context. Mm -hmm. And throughout these podcast episodes, you'll get to hear the stories how each of us has been influenced and shaped by Christian community development. You'll also hear how we live out CCD in our work here at Mosaic and our lives in London. And we'll take the time in each episode to discuss the scriptures that God has used to call us to this kind of work and that he's used to teach us how to do it. We'll also talk about practical ways that you can take a CCD approach to life. And we'll pray for you and bless you into the faithful practice of CCD. So uh, in this episode, we get to hear from our brother, Kenny Wallace. Um, Mm -hmm. So Kenny, fill us in a bit. Where did you first encounter CCD? Yeah, so I was a student in InterVarsity um, Mm -hmm. when I first started hearing about CCD. So um, with my staff worker, our campus minister, uh, we read the book More Than Equals together. Yeah. So I came to CCD through one of uh, John Perkins' principles, the three R's, right? So reconciliation. Mm-hmm. That's how I came to, to CCD. Um, so I read uh, More Than Equals, written by his son, Spencer, and uh, Chris Rice. And at the end of the study, he was like, hey, why don't you go down to Jackson, Mississippi and be a Spencer Perkins Fellow? And so I went down to West Jackson, Mississippi, into the heart of the lion's den with, with John Perkins. And um, he was like, you got to come to this Bible study at like five o'clock in the morning. And it was, yes. It was awesome. But to be able to see holistic ministry 
um, it, it changed my life that summer being there. And so I came back and eventually I came on staff with InterVarsity and um, went down to uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I was working at Guilford College, which is a Quaker school. And um, the Quakers uh, were talking about uh, food deserts and, and things like that. Some of these mm. instances of injustice. And um, I was like, I don't know what we can do about that, though. Like the food deserts and there was a community I was working with. I was like, there's nothing in the community that they mm-hmm. can do. And they were like, well, what about community gardens? You can plant community gardens as a way to encourage the, the neighborhood towards healthy eating, towards being more active, being closer to the land. Um, and I was like, community gardens, what's that? Mm. <laughs> and that was all she wrote. Um, <laughs> we, we actually tore up a tennis court um, that drug, uh, drug lords had been using in a park so the kids couldn't play there. And uh, we tore it up and we turned it into a community garden and the kids were able to move back in. And I was like, I am sold. Like this is, this is how we can connect to, to the land. And so I've been involved in building communities through community gardens ever since. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Perkins family, particularly John and Vera May? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Auntie Vera. So the, the Perkins family um, really just came through their life, right? Like that's, that's the story that keeps coming up. It's like we're just living life. And so um, John Perkins and, uh, and his wife were down there in Mississippi and were dealing with the injustices of, of uh, racial stuff going on in the Deep South. And they were like, this is not right. This is not good. And so he started standing up and taking a call. So it, sometimes it got him beat, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. um, think about like early civil rights era. Um, and so he started calling the church to this idea of caring for our community, right? Um, what does it mean for us to live the kingdom and to affect shalom in a holistic way in our, our community? Um, and he raised his entire family that way. So Spencer Perkins, who wrote that book, um, he was raised as a kid just in community development, right? Like they lived in a house with all sorts of, of folks and, um, and their work has really rippled out throughout um, the evangelical Western world, um, particularly anyone that has any sort of social justice bent, like uh, wanting to build the kingdom John Perkins and his his three R's and his his uh, asset based uh, assessment type mm-hmm. stuff um, was one of the things we came to and it affected me as a student and many many churches. We so. haven't mentioned what the three R's were. You've talked about three R's. Yeah. So for those yeah, yeah. who are listening or watching, we the three R's are reconciliation, relocation and redistribution, right? Three things that make people really nervous. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> but um, yeah, what, is it, what does it mean for us to be in right relationship with each other? So that's reconciliation. Um, relocation is meaning you can't begin to build community or um, be in relationship with people if you're not in proximity with them. And so sometimes that means relocating. Sometimes permanently, like you're relocating where you live. And sometimes it means where you spend your time. And so um, moving in. And then redistribution. What do we do with our stuff? Mm -hmm. Right? Here in North America, (laughs) mammon is our God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? And so Mm -hmm. he talks about how we take the resources that we have, both tangible and financial, and the the gifts that we've been given um, in terms of our talents, and using those for the sake of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. What are some of the scriptures that have spoken deeply to you over your journey of CCD? Yeah, I um I remember sitting in that community garden mm-hmm. and uh, my partner in the ministry there, uh, Marshall Bimbo, he read to us from Jeremiah 29. Mm-hmm. And that is it's been one of my my banner verses. Now, we don't take things out of context, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like they were in exile, right? And, mm-hmm. and God was talking to them, but um, sometimes we've been called into exile, right? Like we've been called into a, a certain place um, where we've been called to a particular land um, that is not our own. And um, when it said, settle down and plant gardens, mm-hmm. and not just settle down and plant gardens, but settle down, plant gardens and eat from it right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that was he wasn't kidding it wasn't just like a, a cute letter that he wrote he was like you need to actually be involved in caring for the land yes. where you are and um at the end of of that letter he says and pray for the peace and the prosperity of the city that you're in and i've always tried to do that wherever i go like let me get my hands into the soil. Let me learn about the flora and the fauna of that particular area and to pray peace and blessings over that city. And so that's what I try to do. That's what I do here you do at, at the church in the garden, yeah. right? Like what is, I, I just did this on Monday, right? Like that I was like, there's dandelions and there's mint growing everywhere. And some people see that and they're like, oh, this is, this is awful. Let's kill it. And I said, no, we've got these neighbors here, right? Like, why don't we bless these neighbors? And so I made a dandelion and mint tea mm-hmm. <laughs> and took it out there to share, right? And, and fellowship with, with them. And, and so um, I, try to, I try to take it literally. Yeah, that's great. You're reminding me of the walks that we took when you were new to London and you had that app on your phone and we'd walk by different plants and you'd be calling the plant, like you'd, you'd look them up on the app and yep. be like, oh, that's what this is. Oh, this is what its uses are. And I was like, that's brilliant. That's amazing. Yep. That's wonderful. It's when I, where I learned about trillium, right? Like there you the, go. the flower that is here in this beautiful expression of um, our province, Ontario, but also God's beauty. And yeah, it was a good time. So it's no accident that mosaic is on property with gardens and that you're here with us so that's just a wonderful thing that god has done it has definitely been a blessing and what i find is that people that are asking about mosaic they say oh that's the church with the gardens right what a beautiful expression like what what a beautiful way to be known right this a place where we connect with the folks in our neighborhood, the place where we see the earth producing fruit. And um, yeah, that's Mosaic, the church with the gardens. So if there is a particular step that you wanted to encourage people to take in their own growth around Christian community development, what would you suggest? I would say it's, it's about relationship, right? And so find a place where you can find your your garden, whatever that is, even if you don't have a green thumb, like find the place in in your neighborhood, in your community where you can sit with someone around creation and the land where you have been placed and just get to know them. Right. Like what is it? What do you eat? (laughs) Like what's what's going on around you? Um, Tell me your story. Right. Like where'd you come from? And those, those types, small steps 
help to build relationship, which then allows you to reconcile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're doing the work of relocation. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to live life together, redistribution happens. Thank you. Well put. Um, thinking about what you said earlier about uh, the prophet Jeremiah who told the people to also pray for the peace of their city. You're reminding me of, of like in this room on Wednesdays, we gather with a bunch of pastors from different ethnic backgrounds and, and we worship and pray and we are often praying for the peace of the mm-hmm. city. Um, so I wonder, in that spirit, uh, would you mind praying over us right now and praying for our listeners? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord God, King of the universe and our daddy, we thank you that you have made us a family here in London, Ontario. You've put us here in this place on purpose, and we're, we're grateful. We're grateful for the city that you've called us into. And Lord, we, um, yeah, we celebrate the work that you have already done long before we got here. And we're thankful for the ways that we get to be a part of that moving forward. And so, Lord, we do pray that you would add blessing upon blessing to this place. Would you give the city councilors wisdom as they navigate how to to care for the city and to help our, our unhoused friends? Lord, would you bless the land in these gardens as our, our Cambodian neighbors um, eat the, the fruit of the land and supply their families. Lord, would you bless these neighborhoods all up and down Huron as they learn what it means to be in right relationship with each other and to live in peace. So would you give us shalom? And would you allow us, Mosaic, to, to walk it in that? and to be effectors of that in this neighborhood. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, who makes it possible to be a part of right relationship, and by your Holy Spirit, amen. 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 I agree. Mm-hmm.